In what's a perfect metaphor for this game, I'm going to need to, just a second, I'm going to need to, um, my dog has gotten into the toilet paper. So I'm going to need to um, get this away from her right quick. I will be right back. Stella. Stella. Oh my god. Stella. What is that? That's not Stella. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Stella, do not. Alright, excuse me. She got that into... That was the funniest thing I've ever heard. She got <laughs> She got into the, the uh, bathroom trash can and not the toilet paper. So... <sighs> Just, just a few paper towels. Welcome to an ACC podcast. I'm Lauren Brownlow. Um, super excited. I, I just have to announce this for everybody who um, who cares about such things. And seemingly, it's a lot of you because I get a lot of feedback on this. Um, uh, I I think I even said this on the show. I know I might not have said this because we recorded this before it happened. Yeah, I dropped my phone in the toilet on Tuesday morning. Super fun. <laughs> so I've now upgraded um, from an iPhone SE to an 11. Um, very exciting news. I know wow, you've got the 11. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to go that new. But then I was just like, you know what? Like, I, I'm going to get a seven for around the same price with this deal I got. So like, um, it's, it's currently like loading my old data. So I'm, I'm going to. How does it work with your hand size? That's always my big concern. So with these, like, it, bigger it, the phone's got. Like the 11 Pro, I went and like tried them all out a little bit. The 11 Pro is like much friendlier to, to hand size. But like 11 is not that bad. Um, I, I can get used to it, I think. I'll, I'll make the compromise. <laughs> but yeah, um, so super exciting. And that's Caroline Darney's voice you hear, by the way, from Streaking Lawn, SB Nation, all that good stuff. Um, it's me again. <laughs> I wanted to have Caroline on again. Um, well, both because she's fun. And also <laughs> because um, like, I know that she watched a lot of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yes. Um, a lot more than I did. So <laughs> because partially because I was at one of the games and I know Virginia's was on the road. So um, yeah. you had time to do a little bit more, you know, uh, consuming of <laughs> this uh, illustrious <laughs> event that the ACC face planted in. Um, <laughs> yes. It's, it was an interesting, oh man, I'm looking at the, the just overall recap, the scores and um, shout out to the, I don't want the, middle of the pack teams, I guess I should say, for making it less of a disaster than it could have been because a couple of the uh, top-ranked teams didn't didn't carry their weight with, uh, you know, Virginia and Carolina included in that in really embarrassing blowouts. But then on the other side, Louisville and Duke returned the favor um, to the top Big Ten teams. So really that just goes back to this season is a mess. So... <laughs> Georgia Tech is good question mark that was like the only game we skipped over in the preview and like they like yeah I mean Nebraska's not good this year full disclosure but but I didn't see it coming like there were so many games I didn't see it coming like that like I would have expected potentially the winner but I didn't expect the way that the game played out like and that's the case for me with Louisville Michigan that's the case for you know, um, Duke, Michigan State, that's the case for Virginia Purdue, that's the case for North Carolina, Ohio State, like those blowouts with those top teams, like, we really did not get any fight in some of those like marquee matchups that really turned out to be kind of duds, unless you were fans of the team that did the ass kicking. 
So a little bit like I, I think like for me, I, I was, you know, I was just really surprised at like, like you said, some of the games being cl- not as close. And then um, I got a little push. Well, I didn't get a pushback. I just have a pet peeve um, <laughs> about like we talked about rankings and we talk about Michigan and like as a top 25 voter, um, like I when I say when I hear people say a team is overrated or I see it, I get annoyed because I'm like, okay, where do you want teams below them ranked then? Like yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like you you literally can't do this exercise without <laughs> without yeah, like it's the same with like all conference teams, right? So if you're complaining about why someone like so and so got screwed, they should be first team. Okay, then who are you taking off? That's like, you have the thing. To, yes. Yeah. If you're giving me a team that you think is overrated or whatever you need to give me who you would replace because unless you do that then like we're not going to have a discussion because it's so easy just to be like voters are dumb why would you put them in the top five like without like okay and that's the thing where I've looked at Virginia which I think I've said before I don't know if it's on here or a different podcast but for this this number like Virginia team or this team if you take the jersey name of the jersey I've never thought I'd say this about Virginia by the way if you take the name off the front of the jersey and there's no Tony Bennett on the sideline this team's probably not ranked like that's just what it is because of the way that the offense is played the defense is obviously good but the offense hasn't done enough um, but it's just one of those things that like so how are you ranking them? How are you putting people in? Like, where would you, it's so early in the season. It's so hard to do that. So, yeah, I mean, Michigan went for me from unranked to four and like that. I know that seems crazy, but like at the same time, when you look around college basketball, like everyone is flawed. Everybody has issues. Um, like, and they had two really good wins and two really convincing ones. So I don't know. Yeah don't know what you wanted me to do there folks like (laughs) um, (laughs) and and I think you know some of it probably had had to do for them with like being in you know coming back from that long trip and um you know coming back from that long trip and everything else and going to Louisville and but I mean look Louisville's good that's also a thing so (laughs) yes and I think the bigger thing for that game talking about Louisville Michigan specifically was um because Louisville, I mean, obviously that final score, uh, you tweeted about last night about Ohio State with like Holtman and the, you know, emulating Virginia. This just makes me laugh so hard because like, you know, everyone's like, Virginia's ruining basketball. And now you've got Chris Mack with the number one team playing the pack line, scoring 58 points and winning by, you know, 16 or whatever it is, 15. Um Louisville's defense is really good. They struggled to shoot in that game. They're actually a good shooting team, so I'm not super concerned. But Michigan had opportunities. Like they their offense was just a mess. And again, part of that is like Louisville's defense is everywhere and they will threaten you with that. Like if you get the hand like hands in the passing lane and you have to be crisp and you know can't turn it over and all that stuff. But that was more surprising to me was like Michigan scoring 43 points, I think was more surprising to me than them losing by 15. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. And yeah, I just, the, so many of these games are so lopsided. I don't know. I don't want to be too hot takey about like what we've seen so far in college basketball, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's just been a hot mess, man. Like there's been some ugly <laughs> performances by a lot of teams and, and even the so called elite teams. I mean, really, it, you know, Ohio State is probably the one team you could look at and just go, wow, they've been pretty dominant 
you know, from from start to finish, and and Louisville too, for, to a lesser extent. Yeah, but even are, yeah, even yeah. they've had their struggles. Those are the two teams that, if you were like, okay, Caroline, who was actually good at basketball this season? I my those are my first two. I'd say Louisville and Ohio State are my one two right now, just because of the way that, like you said, there have been teams that performed this way and that way, and you're not really sure who's for real yet or who's just. There's still, I think, a bunch of the teams. Michigan State's going to end up pulling one of their classic Izzo bad or mediocre through the whole season and then get hot near the end, win the conference tournament, pull like an underseeded five, and then like go on to the final four. And we'll all be like, damn it, we fell for it again. They're, um, they're like, um, they're so weird in that like if you rank them highly, it's like, it's like they hate it. And I don't understand. Yeah, yeah they're like, please don't do that. What are you doing? No, but especially don't look at and us. I've seen yeah. you know Matt Norlander um, from CBS. He's said before too. He was like, they were unanimous number one. And obviously, they've had injury. You know, Josh Langford out for the season with his foot injury. I mean, I didn't change. I didn't up. vote for them. Well, I mean, sorry. I mean, like a oh. lot. I mean, when I say unanimous, <laughs> I mean like the consensus, like the outlets, like all of the outlets across the board. When usually, when I put together something at the beginning of the season, that's like here's where so and so's ranked, or here's where Virginia's ranked, as like a recap. Like that number one varies. Like someone will say Kentucky, someone will say there was like Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State. <laughs> like every outlet thought Michigan State was number one. And I, um, so yeah, consensus is probably the better word. I'm but. not trying to bag on the on Izzo or on them. And, and or like I, this is going to sound super snobby, but I mean, I mean, to be fair to me, like the teams, two of the three teams I cover have sort of earned this. Like to me, that's what sets a Duke and a North Carolina and like a Kansas, you know, apart and, and even Kentucky apart from that program, because like when the lights are on them, they're used to that. And I think they usually respond yeah. pretty well, whereas like Michigan State seemingly like can't handle it for whatever reason. I don't really know. Yeah. I, it doesn't. You yeah, know, I mean. I'd buy it. It's, it's weird. And it's all just so this is, I don't envy you having to vote every week because you look at a team like Michigan state or you look at like a Virginia tech, like losing by 30 to Dayton is not bad. Like losing again to BYU by a significant amount. is not great either, but you you know, then you have the, the Virginia tech Duke game coming up this week or Friday. I think it is, is going to be nuts. I think, um, just all of it's just very, this whole thing was really interesting to me because I just thought the way that, you know, I, the Florida state, Indiana game, like Indiana looked pretty good. Florida state was in it. A couple mistakes. Indiana hits big shots. Like, right. Two right made, teams made around the yeah. same place. Like, yeah, like those were really good. And then you look at like both the way that Virginia, Purdue and North Carolina, Ohio state played out again, not surprised by the winner, <laughs> just surprised by, how little offense those two teams have been putting out. And that's obviously a point of concern for both because I don't know why Virginia continues to shoot 24 threes in a game when you're average. I noticed that. And I noticed, right. And I noticed that like their two point percentage was not super high or they didn't take a lot of twos. Um, And part of it is um, Purdue. Yeah. They want to make shots that that they took were good and they're ones that you can't pass like that you shouldn't necessarily pass up you gotta be able to make them yeah right and i don't know how much is code like i'm already having a little bit of beef with some of the virginia fans (laughs) because you think of any fan base this year that would keep i don't like the statement x player isn't an acc caliber because i just i don't what, what are we doing with that like but second of all 
why are, why would you say that the year after that was con- the continued complaint about Kihei Clark, right? Like, yeah. so, and then not just from, you know, from Joe who addressed it a couple weeks ago, like, Joe, you know, you know so what's he trying to prove? Like, but one, we knew this was a stopgap year for Virginia kind of like, didn't expect to lose both Ty and Kyle. I think always knew that, um, that DeAndre was, I was supposed to say Jack was going to go. <laughs> he had to, he had to graduate finally. Um, that DeAndre was going to leave early. I think they knew that, but you know, if this team has a Kyle guy, like Kyle guy's not walking in the door and he's good for him. He's racking up points in um, the G league right now. He's been called up a couple times to this, the Kings, but um, that's what this, this team needs a consistent shooter from the outside. And I think then things look extremely different. Um, but will Cody Statman find a shot? Ta- Tomas Wolden Tensai was a great shooter in the junior college like world. I think that he can get there. It's just a matter like these, this team's going to take time to gel. And right now the offense is a mess. Like I like what they're running, but no one can hit a shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and that's like, it's as much as like, I like that the actions and getting people open, I need Kihei to be a little bit more cutthroat. I think he disappeared a little bit yesterday. Um, yeah. It looked like it. I think, th- I think the team will learn a lot from pretty, but then, you know what? They got blown out. There it is. That that's ha- that happens to teams. It's kind of nice that <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be an indictment of the program. Question mark. They just lost because they shot really bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we you know, and it's interesting. I've I've seen some people say, well, we know what Louisville is, and and maybe Duke. And I'm like, I don't know what Duke is because like no, I don't either. The thing about Duke is that you know it, they're weirdly like. I mean, I think they've played some of their best games against the you know Ken Palm top opponents. I think it's two of their three or four, you know, some of their better defensive performances, especially considering the opponent have been against like Michigan state and Kansas. And then you see them, you know, struggle, you know, they lose to Stephen F. Austin at home. They struggle with Winthrop, you know, they struggle with Georgia state at home. Those are, that's the weird Duke. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I can't make heads or tails of the fact that like they do that. It makes no sense. Yeah. You don't usually see a Duke team that, plays to the level of the competition you see carolina teams do that at times yeah um it's not a usually very duke thing (laughs) no it's definitely not and so it's it's weird and i don't know what to make of them um certainly like they have uh you know like you said the virginia tech game will be interesting or it could be or it could not be like i don't know yeah every time i say it's going to be interesting they turn into just disaster shows Yeah, no, it's not remotely interesting, right? I mean, it's it's crazy, and yeah, we we've touched a little bit on Duke's game. Obviously, they get a big win. Um, I was at the North Carolina game, um, <laughs> in which like miraculously, the the Armando Baycott injury looks real bad. Um, that's that sucks. I hate this. I hate when that happens. Yeah, right? and he was he had was coming off his best game. Um, yeah, you know, in a Carolina U form, not not remotely close. Like he was really rounding into form. Uh, I, you know, I, I hate this. I passed his I passed his family in the hall, like on my way back to the media room, and you could just tell it wasn't good. Um, oh, and breaks my heart. yeah, and I mean, some you know they say sometimes like a sprain can be a bad sprain can be like worse than a break. And and yeah, you know, you, when you look at the way his ankle moved, it didn't look very good. And obviously, like for me, they're not supposed to go that way. By the no, way. and like no. when North Carolina, um, when North Carolina, like sort of. When they lost him, I, I was, I mean, Roy said he felt like he stole something, that they were only down two at half. And it felt that way. Yeah. Like, it felt like they had no business being that close. And then, you know, they just, they got, uh, Cole Anthony got hot for a little bit and then sort of cooled off. Apparently, he had a, a fever like the last couple of days, which made sense because he looked kind of off to me. 
Um, and if he's off there, I, I mean, I don't want to, yeah, it's kind of, I don't want to be mean, but if he's off there, they're in a world of hurt. No, I mean, they just don't have a lot Especially of other guys that Armando's can score. Not on the team. Right. Yeah. They just don't have a lot of other guys that can score. And, um, and Roy got so mad. He pulled everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, oh man, I, again, don't tell my mom. I love Roy Williams like so much. Just the way that he's so honest and like, that he's just like, I, I appreciate when a coach sits up there and is like, the head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels did not do his he, job tonight. Excuse like, you. He said a sorry ass job. Sorry. There you go. And that's, I mean, that's like, he might as well have dropped an F-bomb in the press conference for saying ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it, you know, occasionally he'll let one go, um, but yeah. it's, it's a rarity. And yeah, I figured, yeah. I figured a performance like that would warrant it. And I mean, he says that and that's, that's all well and good. And, and, you know, I think maybe they can tweak some things offensively to make things a little better. Um, you certainly need to figure out a way to give Cole a little bit more space. And, you know, maybe the two big guy thing without Baycott isn't as good of an idea. Um, yeah, go smaller. Right. Um, bless Brandon Huffman, who I love because of his facial expressions. But um, <laughs> and that's and that, not to get ahead of ourselves. We still have a couple games to recap, but like going looking ahead at Virginia UNC on Sunday. Like I'm fascinated because if they go small, like what does Virginia do with like the Hufty Akite combo? Um, it's still unknown whether or not they'll have Key available, and that injury I think is is much bigger than you know. They talked about it a little bit during the game. I jokingly was like, "Have they mentioned this at all?" And then right afterwards, Dan Dockage says that Virginia was missing Brandon Key, and I was like, Whoops. "Is there another guy coming back?" And I was kidding. <laughs> I know how hard, like I yeah, like yeah. it's hard to keep everything straight, and you say it, whatever you see it, um, you so, glance down and you see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm just giving. I'm just hard time like everyone's well, made those like <laughs> the, thi- um, the thing is too like Virgi- both Virginia I mean not that I think Carolina's injury is obviously a little more significant considering their lack of post depth but the yeah. the the issue is for either of those teams I think is that like they have little to no margin for error against even decent teams without yes. having an offensive threat and um, yes. that's that's I think why Virginia's is so big and, and certainly Carolina's is real significant Um uh, you know, I mean, that's just that's a killer. I mean, the only person yeah. worse to get injured would be Cole Anthony. Even he took a headshot, yeah. and it looks like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh my god. Oh, here we. I think Tar Heel blog was tweeting like, do any of you, dear readers, have any eligibility? Like uh, Rashid Wallace was there. I was saying he should get in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just it, this. Yeah, it'll be interesting because of the way like Cole Anthony can take over a game. And honestly, like if he goes off for like thirty and Virginia struggles. Like, as horrible as that sounds, like, you know, Virginia scored 40 points against Purdue. And granted, Purdue got in the lanes. Virginia took a lot of, like, especially late threes to try and cut into the deficit as time was getting, you know, little and little. But the way that, you know, Purdue shooting 50-some percent from three, like, will get you every time. Like, they were on fire beyond the arc, and that was just combined with the fact that Virginia couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Um and so I'm curious how it'll go because like so much will be predicated on who controls the boards, which is obviously something that Carolina is extremely good at. Um, so when both of these teams miss repeatedly, will Virginia be able to clean up Carolina's misses? Will Carolina be able to clean up Virginia's misses? Like I think, and you look at that's where Armando's injury becomes way bigger. Um, can Diakite take over a game in a similar fashion as like Cole Anthony can? Probably not, but I like the duo of Huff and I, and I think it'll be interesting, but you know, one of them will probably get real hot and 
you know, Cody Statman will go for 12 points on four threes or something ridiculous like that. And Bizarro world would certainly be that like Virginia certain suddenly finds its touch. It, it, the crazy thing about Carolina too, though, is that like they, their offensive efficiency, like they had their best one of the year, like just before the Ohio State game when they had by far their worst and they have not you know, been super, they were not super good offensively until that Oregon game and they looked really good. And then, you know, there's just, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw, um, the Brian Barber who, uh, used to used to run Tar Heel blog back in the day he tweeted that they face Carolina has five more games I believe against top 10 defenses um Oof. one is obviously Virginia but like after yeah. Virginia they don't play another until February so they do have some time to get some kinks worked out um yeah. you know and I, I think that they will I don't think that they're going to look this bad forever I, I just the, how long Baycott's going to be out it's going to be a big, big big deal um in terms of what their ceiling can be for sure um, yeah, and I think both of these teams have talented players and people, and obviously either current Hall of Famer or, or soon, to, soon eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame For coaches. Sure. Um, and again, you can't necessarily coach making shots. Got to make shots. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm Sydney sure there's one that. way to do it. <laughs> I'm sure there's some way to you know they've got all the machines and the um, you know and. Tomas was posting video or pictures of him shooting in the gym and <laughs> this, made this 79 percent like, on 344 threes taken or something. Uh, yeah, like these kids can make shots. Like they wouldn't be on these teams. Like I remember back in the day, like well, and Carolina's not a good free throw shooting team this year, but they have other problems, so people don't care as much. <laughs> and like, but like back in the day, they were good at everything but that. And like people were like, "Why doesn't Roy coach free throw shooting?" I'm like, "Are you serious?" Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "No, they never practice free throws." Like, what are you talking? about at a and then b like you know that's kind of a thing that a lot of people learn before uh, college it is so yeah and yeah that's a whole nother <laughs> thing that i want to talk about in some other podcast on like why are some of these highly recruited players not better at free throws like it is no like, and then it's across the board I, you know like you see these kids go to the line at kentucky you see them go to the line at kansas and i'm like why how is this not but you know my actual pet peeve it actually is like when a really good three-point shooter can't make free throws <laughs> yes. it drives me insane i'm like how yeah. are you like this it's an easier <laughs> shot and it's, it's too un- close it's unguarded like yeah. it drives me nuts it's it's yes. different than being bad from two point range because to me that's a different skill set. Like to me, like this is still like a set shot jumper, or not jumper. <laughs> although that would be pretty cool if somebody decided That'd be to like, <laughs> like like a turnaround, <laughs> right? <laughs> Kick the legs Please, out. Someone do yes, that. <laughs> I would love this very much. But like, yeah, like yeah, trying to like draw a foul or something at the free throw line would be great. <laughs> But like, I, I, it drives me nuts. I'm like, why are you like this? You can shoot like 40% from three and you shoot like 57% from the foul line. That should not be a thing. Yeah. Um, especially like at the mid-majors. Those drive me the most. Those like scrappy mid-major kids that can like drain threes and they shoot like 50-some percent. I'm like, no, you should not be this way. But uh, Like off balance, like a hand in their face right. goes in every time. Stop and it. They're like, this is Ooh, not This free throw is not contested enough, I guess. <laughs> God. <laughs> They should let somebody put a hand in the face if that would make it easier. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> you should elect to have like one of your teammates be able to stand in front of you and put a hand in your face. For sure. Yeah. No. That would be amazing. These are the things that I would add to if basketball. I were like oh. basketball commissioner. 100%. I'd also move the three-point line back to where it was because I don't know about <laughs> you, but I'm just going to go ahead and blindly blame the bad offenses this season on that specifically because I just feel like across the board in basketball, it's been someone, I forget, so, someone we both follow, I think, tweeted last night like 
this there, I've, I've seen a t- way more rock fights this year. And I feel like that's been the case. And I don't necessarily just think like every defense has gotten better. Yeah. I mean, um, I think but I feel some like there have been more of these games. I also feel like, and granted, my sample size is, is somewhat limited, but I feel like the, these games have also been super turnovery and sloppy too, though. Yes. Like, I mean, Duke, Kansas had like a million and then Duke, Georgetown too. I remember that. And just like Carolina has been real sloppy early on uncharacteristically. And it's like, why are these teams like this? Um, but yeah, so uh, the only other team I think worth mentioning and in, you know, we I think we mentioned them at least for a hot second is NC State because I think we mentioned them before. Like that's a game that, you know, you wanted to see them win because that's a team that in theory they were better than or at least right at the level of. Um, and I think they're better than them, um, as the score would indicate. But yeah. you, know, you want them to take care of business at home and they did that. And um, I thought that was pretty significant for them. And now I forgot that they have Wake next at Wake. And it's like, oh, God, don't do this. <laughs> Wake stinks. <laughs> But like this is what this is what state has done historically, not just under Keats. Like this is something they did under Mark Godfrey. This is something they've done. Yeah, football, basketball doesn't matter. Wake is like their black hole. Um, <laughs> it's like other people going to Boston College. That's like state going to Wake. Yeah, it's like like oddly Duke has a weird history at Boston College. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where teams go. <laughs> like that's where they go to. Uh, yeah, like, to, like good seasons go not necessarily go to die at Conti Forum, but they go to just like wither away in that hot, hot arena. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, nice to see Wake really build on its good performance against Arizona and get obliterated by Penn State. That's great. Things are sure, <laughs> things are going very well. Um, oh man, they yes. are not. Yeah, but yeah, it's I kind of like and also hate these early games. Obviously. Um, I think the first day, first game, ACC game of the season type thing left a little bit to be desired when it came to like the level of competition, perhaps. Um, but or maybe that's just Virginia and Syracuse are going to be that bad at scoring, which is also well, possible. And I'm um, like State lost to Georgia Tech in their opener, and yeah, you, you know Pitt beat Florida State. But um, but like NC State was fans were like freaking out about that because you know we think Georgia Tech is terrible, but like maybe Georgia Tech isn't. Um, and so that, yeah. you know, that coupled with the win over, you know, Wisconsin, the revenge game or whatever was like <laughs> the Brad Davison game, the was, Brad Davison game. <laughs> was like, you know, it's, that's like the, it's enough to get people excited again. So don't ruin it guys. Like, don't, don't do this, but yeah, like, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised to see Venom directed at Brad Davison at all. And we knew that no, was going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, look, I mean, to a degree, did he bring some of this on himself? Sure. He did. But like, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to feel about flopping though, the same way that I feel about like people complaining about like faking injuries in football. Um, In the sense that, like, I'm trying to think about how to say this. Like, they're not, it's not against the, like, it's not explicitly, they're never calling it, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's frowned upon, I guess, right? Like, (laughs) you're not supposed to do that. But at the same time, like, I mean, considering all the unethical things that go on at various levels, that, yeah, that, it's it's gamesmanship as much as like well, people want to. My yeah, my issue like I get the the ones that re- the ones that really bug me are the ones that are like so egregious. Like when the guys like looking at the sideline and the coach is clearly being like get down and they like fall like they've been shot by a sniper. Like 
Maybe we get some acting classes and we help the gamesmanship that way. And I'm very team never boo a person getting medical yeah, attention. Me because too. you don't actually you just know. don't really know. Yep. You don't really know. And I think the flopping thing is more like the ones that really kill me are like the patented like Duke head throwbacks like that Grayson Allen would do and stuff like that, where it's just like And by the way, I get like, that's like Yeah, I get like if it's a <sighs> good player that does it. And it's like, you're like, you don't need to do that. You're too good. Yeah. Because like Brad Davison isn't good. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was telling someone this the other day. I was like, I'm not sure where I think one of my best friends from flight school um, went to Wisconsin. So I've always kind of like they're one of the schools to me that I don't have any beef with and that I kind of and obviously like Tony, the Bennett connection with, you know, sure. Tony's dad coaching there and Tony like an assistant there and like all the stuff that they did up there. So I'm always like, oh, Wisconsin, I like Wisconsin. Um, but I get where like the Brad Davison hate, like again, you're right. He brought a lot of that on himself. Like you see that, at, I see that as like, you know, these guys are, I would be irate if I were a state fan and I saw that happen and you well, and like it, effectively you, lose the game. Right. Because that's this, the thing. Right? And that's like, why that's I get it. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I was, and there were I'm like engaging. five of them, not one. <laughs> so I think what did they, and then the school makes a highlight video of it. Like, <laughs> look at all these charges Brad Davison took. <sighs> and I was like, I equal parts respect the hell out of that. And also I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, you should <laughs> be embarrassed. Like just take your, yeah. take your win and move on, man. Like, and just like, yeah, just like, okay, bye guys. See you next year in Raleigh. Um, so I do appreciate, like, this is where I love the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I, this is the place that I get very, like, I'm not always, most of the time, depending, especially sport dependent, I am very, like, I'll root for an ACC team over a non-ACC team, unless the outcome is hilarious, like a Stephen A. Um, Stephen F. Austin, Stephen A. Austin, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith over Duke. Oh. Um, like one, like I know in Virginia fans like shouldn't laugh at other people getting upset, but you know, like Wofford over Carolina, like those games that are like so absurd in like Evansville over Kentucky, like those are like wow, oh yeah, that's crazy. well that's like a mid major, so like yeah, so that's the stuff. But in these ACC Big Ten challenges, yeah. um, I always like to most. I always used to joke like as long as Maryland loses it. Like, and it's if Maryland and Tech lose, and it's really funny. Like if everyone else wins, great. Like whatever. Now obviously Maryland's on the other side, and they did not lose. Um, they did not. Um, oh my! Irish. And Notre Dame has been a little bit more disappointing early than I had expected. Well, I mean, but we'll talk about that another. Yeah, like, uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get my hopes up with my Irish. They have a lot of limitations. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, more so than we're used to seeing with Notre Dame, but they'll still be better than last year. Um, low bar, but. Yes, that's true. Yes, that is, they could cartwheel over that bar at this point, I think. Um, yeah, I saw that you had, but you had like, you have like state fans in your mentions, I guess, because you like, I do, because I can speak, to, <laughs> I can speak to what it's like about what it's like at PNC Arena versus like the various other yeah. arenas I've been in, um, in that. And and Reynolds has a completely different vibe to me too. Like sure, hundred percent. And it, it Reynolds feels intense. And and to be fair, I've only been in it in certain situations, in certain settings. So you know, I don't know what it would be like on a game in game out basis. But like Reynolds has, I feel like it's a it's a hostile environment, but not. I don't know for some reason, like it not in such a mean way. Um, it's like more of a positive yes, way. It's like more of a like, let's cheer to uplift our team way. And when it's a big game and especially against like Carolina or somebody that, that like state fans don't particularly like it, 
it can get hostile in a hurry and and you can feel it's a different energy there and you can kind of feel like the angst and the anger and, and certainly state yeah and they're ruthless yeah i think that's like so if for you know like for those that don't i, I mentioned that you know, I hope Brad Davison's ready because he's going to hear it from them because other than going to games at um, Xfinity Center, Maryland, like this is like state, I think, is the meanest crowd. Like, I'm not saying the most intimidating or they're not like and I don't mean that they're just constantly yelling like swear words. Right, like, and they that's don't necessarily all, like you know. cross the, you know, I don't know that they No, they don't cross no. the line. I would never, like, and it's not like racist or misogynistic. No, no, and no. that's not what I mean. But they're just like, there's a There's a different um, energy. There's a stand-up. Why can I not think of his name? I can see his face. But there's a comedian that talks about like how teenagers are able to like pick out the one thing on you that like you feel They're the most savages. insecure yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> and like I feel like that is like how I felt. So because you know there's some people you know some Carolina fans like came in the mentions like clearly you haven't been to UNC or Duke. I was like no I've been there. Uh, like what? <laughs> yeah, Dean Dome uh, can can get loud. Yes, it can. That's more of a cheer for your team fan base in my opinion obviously like last year like there were the group of people that bought umbc jerseys like to try and get at virginia like that's that's whatever yeah they're more of a cheer for their school they'll boo and things you know that's more but and duke is intimidating and loud like that's an you know and they'll poke fun but it's not like it used to be yeah it's not it's not as like it's a little bit cheesier now sorry it used used to be more hostile and and yeah there were several things Kay asked them to like not do because they crossed some lines like they crossed lines (laughs) like i just remember going to cover a game at pnc and i was like oh damn right it has a it has a decidedly different feel and like i said especially when it's like carolina or or I don't think as much Duke, but certainly some Duke. Um, And and I mean, I was there for Virginia games and it was, you know, and and again, like this is not, I'm not insulting them. Like, no, it's not like, and there were some people that were like, you know, well, that's just loyal. Like they're not mean. I just, and it's not, when I say mean, it's not like, again, it's nothing that crosses the line or they're not threatening violence, but like, it comes from a place (laughs) of like, it comes from a place for them of a little bit more angst. Right. And I think that that's absolutely, and it's understandable considering, and especially, (laughs) especially, Especially considering like what the other two schools down the road are doing and everything else. And so yeah. like, but it, you can feel that. And at times it's like, whoa, guys. <laughs> yeah. And I think people just don't ex- necessarily, because I don't think that it's talked about enough as a hostile place to play. No, like, it's not. That's a tough, there were a couple, there were a couple people that I've talked to, you know, players wise after games were like, it's tough to play here. Like they're loud. They're mean. Like, especially if it's like, like a big game against a good team, yeah, like they're going to get yeah. up and they're going to be, yeah. And you can feel like they, they get more angry at the refs than like other fan bases do. And <laughs> although they did, they, there's a lot of that. <laughs> they, did, they did pick my guy, Roger Ayers up last night, yeah. like literally and figuratively. Um, I, yeah. Roger is a really Man, good went, dude. Like he's a he really hard into that table. Yeah. He went also, like, <laughs> my dude can wear a crazy suit. <laughs> yes, that too. But he's a not like, I've seen him like between plays and stuff, like hand the ball to like little kids to just hold. Yeah. And stuff like, like yes. he's a nice dude. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, the players seem to like him and stuff like that. And the coaches do too. He's not one of those guys I feel like that tries to show anybody up or anything. I mean, you, right. you might it's not always like love his. Yeah, you might not but, always yeah, love yeah, his yeah. officiating, but like, I don't think he's out there to like, you know, he's oh. never going to like turn his back on Joel Berry or whatever he did that one time. <laughs> like, he has a good relationship with like the coaches of players. So I was glad to see he was okay. They brought the stretcher out for Roger because he hit his back pretty hard. And, Roger's, yeah. and Roger just waves him off like, get out of here. I'm fine. I love it. His hair didn't even move. It was wonderful. Didn't move. His hair never didn't moves. Move never no. moves. Um, 
but yeah, yeah like, I just think more people should talk about state as like a tough place to play. For sure, it was more more my intent with uh So state fans, don't be mean to me. I'm a half state fan anyway. Like both my parents went and there. Ca- Come on, Carolina's man. energy is way more like I, I think like and I again I'm gonna get oh god I'm gonna blow up for this. <laughs> You're gonna do it. Uh, do it. Like Duke Duke fan energy is a little more like. I, and this is hard to say when you're comparing with Carolina, but it's true. It's it's a little more spoiled to me because it's a yeah. little bit more like when we're winning, like they're excited and they'll encourage their team and stuff like that. But it's like when they start to like, you know, get plays made against them and stuff like that or whatever, it's just like, hey, stop that guy. And it's like, well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, what's happening? Yeah. We're losing a game here? No, yeah. no, this isn't supposed to happen. <laughs> you know, whereas Carolina fans, it feels like if any little like thing goes, they they get more angsty about their own team as opposed to the yes. opponent. Um, yes, that is perfect. Yeah. That is absolutely accurate. Like it, perfect. You know, a, f- a few free throws get missed here or there and all of a sudden you can sort of hear the the grumbling, the the like, murmurings. and that's <laughs> that's the Virginia fans get more. So I really, I think JPJ is also a place that is getting that is tough to play. For I sure. mean, their home record speaks for itself. And and one of the things too that like you know, <laughs> like this is going to sound really bad, but uh, Virginia doesn't get behind a lot lately. Obviously, well, this is and, not the and case. not like, by that much either. If they are right, and a lot of people when they discuss like, oh, they're not built to make comebacks. Well, one, that's not true. But also, they don't have two, to. They don't have they to. Try which it. I feel like is the ideal. <laughs> um, you know, usually when a team's down by eighteen with four minutes left, it's not a style issue about not having enough possessions. It's just that there's literally not enough time to make a crazy comeback like that. Yeah, but. The Virginia fans, I felt some my biggest beef sometimes with them over the past few like couple seasons when they've been really good is that they literally don't know what to do when the team is trailing. Yeah, they're, like, they're so previously it was the Carolina angsty like oh no we're we're blowing it again. But some of the newer kids like the students have been so wonderfully spoiled by this team being so good that they're just kind of like do we do we cheer louder? Like, yeah. Do we encourage? What do we do? We, like, yeah. What does it mean when the other team has more points than we do? I don't know what to do with my hands. Roy, um, Roy so is that. Uh, Roy has pushed back on that over the years too, with with their own fans of like, hey, help us out, you know, a little bit. <laughs> Although last night, because he's had an interesting relationship with fans over the years, and last night after the game, he was like, I saw people leaving early, and I would have too. Like, <laughs> I saw that because that 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 was an eyebrow raiser for me because like he usually won't say that, like, or he just yeah. won't mention it if if it's yeah. even if he thinks it's deserved so for him to say that i was like dang um and you know fair because i i tend to agree it was also super late um be- also true because tv is ruining my life but yeah no i mean i think that's that's about as as thorough a recap i think as we can give of that um yeah that set of games that happened um, uh we i mean we're not going to get into all these acc games like you said duke virginia tech's definitely interesting um i don't know so i won't bother pit at louisville okay Hey, Pitt won though, so good for them. Um, yeah, in the That's ACC Big Ten, yeah. Teams that we knocked all the time. Miami won. Maybe look smart against Illinois. Miami was. They tried to blow it. Right. Miami was. <laughs> here's what's wild. Miami was in the closest game. I don't remember where I heard the stat, but like Miami was in the closest game of the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and they still led by 27 at one point. So 27. At one. Like, okay, great, yep. sure, impressive, great year for basketball. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's you know. Virginia Tech had been subbed out for like BC. Maybe this event ends differently, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand why it was done the way it was done because I certainly didn't think Virginia Tech was capable um, of of beating anybody in the Big Ten that was any good. Same. So, um, 
Yeah, Saturday. That's Friday night. Saturday, we got Sy- oh god, Syracuse at Georgia Tech. Golly, we're st- I'm starting to see Syracuse people now push back against their offense a little, a little bit more. Yeah, um, which I think is correct. Um, but I also don't know that they have an elite. Well, I know that they don't. They don't have an elite scorer on that roster. So you know, I I, I think it's a function of both. But um, that's an yeah. intriguing they game. They also had people in their comment section saying they should just go get Patino. So let's get weird. Which one? Oh, Rick. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Oh, well, I guess Rich, Richard's Papa not Patino. a hot name right now. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say Rick is a hot name either. That sounds gross to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I forget who the other person was in the. Oh, they were. They, they said Jay Wright. Just go get Jay Wright from. Sure, Villanova. just go get him. Maybe kidnap Easy him. Peasy. Put him in a van. You know, <laughs> that's probably the only way he's going. Yeah, come on, man! Like, what are you talking about? You really think he would go to there willingly? Like, stop! My favorite is the "gotta at least make the call." Like, do you though? Do you get? Is it free minutes? Because then maybe just make the call and tell him hi. That's one but of my favorite things. For that call, that's one of my favorite things fan bases say, no. say. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. No. Like, P.S. And this is so unrelated, but like, all none of those people would ever like just make the call if it were like you know when they were kids of like the hot person at school or whatever like <laughs> exactly hey yeah. make I, them say no i know you're gonna say no but you know you want to go to a date like no i i don't <laughs> God, even know so who cool. is this i don't have <laughs> how did you get this number <laughs> right is this a spam it's caller it's <laughs> oh yeah i think i've seen you in my class yeah no no, We've thank had you. We've been together for three years. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, you. Um, no, thanks. Uh, I have a boyfriend. I don't. Uh, but yeah, I've got to no, wash I mean, my hair. It's, like, it's, just, it's just funny to me. It's like, yeah, come I'm on. Sorry, Syracuse. I shouldn't laugh at you. That's and those, well, those same, but those same fans will like be mad if their AD conducts an unrealistic search. But so it's whatever. Yeah. But um. <laughs> Uh, BC at Notre Dame. Don't Notre Dame. I haven't asked a lot of you. Don't do this. Thank you. <laughs> Love Lauren. The, Thank you. This is all on Saturday. Uh, State at. Well, I mean, the big thing on Saturday, though. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna let me let me just. Tr- I try to keep some structure to this, even though I'm like the least structured person ever. <laughs> Especially as I keep excitedly glancing at my iPhone 11, which is way bigger than my SE, and I'm still adjusting to that like is it done um stayed at wake also saturday we've already talked about that um again uh, in the don't do this vein don't mm-hmm. um and then i guess there's only two more games left both on sunday uh two o'clock clemson at fsu um i uh, i'd say this were better if it were football but it will it would not be so <laughs> but, uh, it would actually not, not be it will actually probably be more competitive um yeah than that would be so Wow, tickets as low as nine dollars. I still haven't seen a game there. I would like to. They're very, they're kind of hostile, actually, low key hostile. Uh, at FSU, at the Tucker Center, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to a couple games. Here's a fun side story. Um, when I was right after graduating, I used to babysit Coach Lato's kids. Um, what? Because I sat behind. Yeah, I, I sat behind his wife at the games when I, the student section was right. Behind oh, the family I did section. know this. Yeah. And so I sat behind uh, his wife, Joyce, who's the loveliest person alive. I absolutely adore her. And the kids were so sweet. Um, they had three boys who are all great. And um, I'm, I'm, gonna, so when I'm I trying so hard school, not to make jokes right now. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> when I went, you mean the 9-0 and o DePaul Blue Demons? Yeah. Um, oh, man. They're 9-0? and o? 
Yeah, they're undefeated. Oh, I'm and they gonna, beat Texas Tech last night I'm, in overtime. Oh my um, god. And they have no, they've beaten other teams. Oh no. Yeah, they've yeah, they're the you you're gonna have to rank them next week, so have fun with that. You're gonna have to in good conscience put a Hey, look, that's a former ACC coach of the year. Like, I don't know. That's, that is true. You know. But yeah, when I was in flight school in Florida, uh, about two hours from Tallahassee, um, Joyce got me a ticket. They played down there and Joyce got me tickets. Um, like the, you know, whatever. We were right behind the bench. Um, so it was a lot. I mean, it was a weird, that was, you know, that was like 2008. <laughs> so it wasn't anywhere. It's a different, I mean, well, Lenham was still there. Yeah. Um, I've mostly just watched. Yeah, he's looks, he's yeah. the best. I've mostly only watched like Caroline and Duke play there. So yeah, but it, and is. It's, it gets loud. It gets crowded. They've got, they sell booze. Like they've been selling booze there since forever. Oh, that explains um, a lot actually. Yeah. So that, that was a fun, that's a fun place. I haven't been back there in, in several years, but um, I did. I enjoyed um, going to games there. That was kind of fun. Virginia lost both. There was a stretch where, Virginia hadn't won in the state of Florida for like nine years or something ridiculous. Well, I mean, look, um, you just don't walk into. Um, <laughs> oh wait, just don't walk into. I mean, any of the some of those FSU play. teams though were were really good. Um, yeah, but they they were sort of scattershot in that era too. Like, but yeah, that's, you certainly just well, actually, you do walk into Miami and win too. So well. Yeah just a weird stat i've not yeah. been one there that's on the list i have weirdly maybe, it's super small and they have it a, I, they have a dj that plays music with a ton of bass in their super small gym yeah. um and it's it was like i went to one carolina game there and it was like i don't know a, a third full of carolina people too so <laughs> sure <laughs> sounds weird. yeah i mean that's uh, you know they travel so well they live there um or at least they probably live nearby, um, would be my guess. So, of course, the Clemson game is away on December thirty first. Could not be in Miami right after the Orange Bowl. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. Oh, the oh, that's right. Yeah, Virginia. So that that'll get us to uh, the last thing we probably have to at least touch on. This is like the most ACC podcast ever, in that we basically spent <laughs> like forty five minutes talking about basketball, and then we're like, oh right, the ACC oh, the football way, the title game, game is this weekend. You know whose fault this is. This is your fault, ACC, because you did this to us. With like, I would have brushed over some of the ACC Big Ten, and we could have gotten to that. But no, you have to have games this weekend. The worst. <laughs> I don't like that you are the way that you are. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, ACC championship game. I mean, look. Part of the reason we're not talking more about it, though, too, in all seriousness, is that like, I mean, I think we all know what's going to happen. It's just a matter of like how. <laughs> yeah do you here's my question we've been talking about this in our in our room um so the spread is 28 i think it'll be closer to like 21 18 somewhere in there do you think that Dabo needs to still make a point or do you think yes. that see i'm i'm in i'm kind of in the I think, vein of they're not gonna be number one like no but they could slip to four to take one or two they could slip to right? four and they don't want that I'm not sure that that would happen in a win. See, so I'm saying like in the case of a win, because of the fact that that fourth spot is going to be taken by someone with a loss. So they're still going to be undefeated and have won a million straight games. I don't think they go anywhere from number three unless they lose. So my thought process is like, Dabo doesn't really have any beef with Virginia. Dabo's like BFF. Like, I just don't see him trying to run up the score as he did against like a south carolina or when they were trying to make yeah. a point when they had to like that was, maybe i'm just trying to be like maybe they won't rub bryce perkins so, face into the grass late in the fourth quarter and they virginia scores a late touchdown to make it like a 20 point game or whatever so like but this, maybe i'm just trying to grasp at straws <laughs> like if it's utah no right 
I don't think Utah yeah. passes them. But like if it's Georgia, I think that's See, the but one. Georgia would have to. They'd have to win convincingly. Win. I think. Right. Well, they'd have to win first of all, but they'd have to win convincingly. Yeah. But in that scenario, I do think it's possible. Um, even though I don't think that they would pass an undefeated man, Clemson that won their championship. It depends on what the like again. When they lost to South Carolina. I mean, look, we can. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not on the committee, so I maybe you're right. I just don't. I, I didn't I think Alabama had any business being ahead of Clemson before they lost to any games, no. and so like. No. So for me, I don't trust them to do anything that makes yeah, like, that's true. and so like, I think if, and, and the thing about Georgia is I think we all, and we've talked about this. Uh, I've talked about this on this podcast plenty. Like we all look at them and go, they should be way better than they are. And so like, if they finally are able to like put it together and play well, and they like beat LSU relatively convincingly, and then Clemson only wins by like 20 or, you know, I mean, I know, I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but like if that happens, yeah, I could absolutely see them being like, Oh, Georgia at three. And so I do think for that reason, and, and it just seems like Dabo's especially grumpy. Like he's just getting a little, um, a little Saban-y to be honest with you. Yeah. And I never thought I, I would I, say I, that about him. I know. And, and that's, that's the thing. I, I like Dabo. I like, I Clemson is, has been very easy to root for in the national setting, like in those games. And like, it's been the, just this is it's a, it's been a little bit much this week for me yeah like, he's pouring it I on a little thick has a, i do think he has an underlying point that is accurate like that for Clemson, sure had they lost a game would not get anywhere near the same tree despite the fact that everyone's like oh the acc sucks like but they've been winning decisively like if you can't look at this clemson team and see that they're actually better than last year then i just can't help you like i don't know what to t- especially defensively i think they're better than they were which last is year. bananas like, but I just yeah don't yeah which is nuts and, and terrifying honestly but like i just don't know what to tell you at that point so i do think that he has a point that this is all this stuff like and he'll. I yeah. think that there are some. I, I don't think that when you look at these teams, like I actually think Virginia is a pretty good football team. Like they've got good players. The defense was better four weeks ago before all the injuries. Right. I want to see this. I wish I could have seen this offense going up against like with Virginia's defense as like fully constituted because I would have been. You know that would have been a, a Virginia team that I feel like is you know a really a really good team and and the team that i kind of thought it could be at the beginning of the year um and that's and that's the thing like going back and i've talked to you about this before (laughs) like that miami game will always like hurt my heart but like just because i think but this is a nine and three team that earned those went like they played well they've especially the offense the past four weeks like so i i don't like the idea that like i saw you know it was david i accidentally watched part of first take which is my fault oh um, no i know it's i'm full of regret like fine bomb and everybody and david pollock's like the acc just sucks and i'm like calm down dude like i mean it's not having that, yeah it's not having a good it's year it's not having a like, great year and again i go back to the whole thing that it's extra emphasized because florida state stinks because virginia tech had a stop a rough start to the season and because miami's a dumpster fire like because those three teams aren't good, like whatever. But Virginia, obviously, that was last year. But some of the same pieces: blanks, North, South Carolina. You've got, you know, South Carolina is not necessarily. They're just the easy one to pick on because ACC teams have played a lot of them. You know, lost to Carolina, lost badly to Clemson, and this is the team that beat Georgia, and we're still going to keep giving them. On. So I get. I, this is all to say, like, I get on an underlying level like what Dabo's saying. Right. The way that it's being poured on right now is not a great look. And I don't agree fully, but I do think that like Clemson, it's the, 
I don't think they don't get any respect, but I do think that some of the... I think he's low-key. I, I don't think the college football yeah. playoff wants them out. It's the way that the media talks about them, and I understand how that can be annoying. Yeah. Especially as a, as a fan. And I, like, that can be annoying. I think he can have beef with, like, the first set of rankings that came out, because I thought, yes. I thought that was not right. And, like, I just... I didn't. You know, I just... I thought that was not right for Alabama to be ahead of them. And I think the beef should be more with Alabama. Now, again, if Georgia wins and, and moves ahead of them, like that's the worst case scenario for them. And so I think that's why yeah. he's pouring it on a little bit. A, again, I agree with you. I don't think it's the best look and, and he's way more charming when he doesn't do stuff like that. But I also think like he's pouring it on with his own team and he's yeah. probably super happy, actually low key that like, this is a thing he can harp on because like, what else would they have had to harp on after winning the way they did last year? So I think yeah. it's kept them like laser focused, especially after that UNC game and, yeah. I mean, it's benefited them, but yeah, like I, I, that's where I think he has a point is like, I don't think, I don't yeah. think he has one with LSU and, and uh, Ohio state considering who they've beaten no. and how they've, the way that they've Yeah, exactly. And I don't think that's even what he means. You no, know what I mean? like, it's not. I, it's the idea that like, everyone else right. gets any sort of leeway if they lose a game and it's not just losing a game to a good team. It's losing a game to a really bad team. Well, and like, yeah, that. and it's the goalpost moving too, right? Like it's like, oh yeah. well, Clemson hasn't played anyone. Well, at the time you did those rankings, Alabama's strength of schedule was worse. It's like, oh well, Alabama doesn't hasn't had a close game, and it's like, okay, yeah. well, but you know, Clemson hasn't since either, and they've looked really like it. Just it was stupid, and um, you know, I so I get it, and. Uh, you know, if anybody's earned and I think he feels like what his program has done has earned them some of that same benefit of the doubt that an Alabama yes. gets. And it should have. Yes, that's it where he has a case should have if they had, you know, people want to harp on just that North Carolina game and it's idiotic, whatever. Um a win's a win. Like you take it, you go. The, the the numbers, the sheer numbers with how they've dominated teams since then it should be it just it's it, that's where i do get frustrated like all right fine and i hope that they go in and and 31 nothing some fools again and win the national championship like i just really want to um, see clemson you know, if virginia yeah. doesn't beat them on saturday <laughs> i want to see clemson ohio state because i just i in the title because i think those are the two best teams and and um i yeah. i have ohio state and lsu ranked ahead of clemson based on what they've done but like i think those are yeah i think L- they're the most complete teams and that's what i want to see and i i i you know fingers crossed i think that's what we will see but um yeah, I think I think those three as one, two, and three are basically cemented. Yeah, like even if well, even if they're Georgia, all in even if, in some order. Yeah, yeah, even if Ohio State loses to Wisconsin, I think they still stay at one. You know, depending on what you know, unless LSU decisively beats Georgia, like then maybe you swap those two. Um, I don't think I don't really don't think Clemson can gain too much ground with whatever they no, do. No, they Virginia. can only lose ground. That's um, the thing, and I think that's what Dabo knows yeah. too. And that's what's frustrating. Like, that's what I mean when I say, yeah. like, the, maybe I just watched too much stuff or heard too much stuff. The way people say Virginia right now is giving me rage. I get it. Where it's just like, hold on, and they get to play Virginia. And I'm like, excuse me, that's nine and three Virginia and Bryce Perkins is a god. Thank you. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It just is. That, that's the thing that gets me going where I'm just like, come on, man, they're actually good now. All right. Like, they won games. No, I know. I know. Well, We've officially reached the quota of football talk on an ACC podcast of 10 minutes. 
<laughs> that ding you heard. Yes, was the was the uh, reflex in my mind in my ACC-ness that kicks in whenever we've talked too much football. No, I'm kidding. As you guys know, I've talked plenty of football, good, bad, and ugly, and there's been plenty of the latter two um, throughout the season. Uh, all right, I'm going to get y'all out of here. Um, have a good championship weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.